Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Smith. Very thankful for this wonderful opportunity once again to share the Word of God. Note the text in the book of James, James and chapter 1, as we consider verse 16, 17, and 18, verses 16 through 18. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and come down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begot he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. James, as he writes under the inspiration of God, he speaks to us concerning Christian growth and Christian maturity, not just the saving of our soul, but the developing as a spiritually mature person that is the ultimate goal of God on this side of eternity so that he may use us in a wonderful way to bring glory to his name and to edify the saints to build up the saints we aid in one another's spiritual growth and development as we mature ourselves and walk in simple obedience to the truth of God's word. And so we see here in verse 16, it says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. He says, Be not mistaken that God has given a gift to all of his children, that we all have a purpose, we all have a mission. God wants us to know his will, his plan, his design, for our individual life. And we see that echoed throughout the scriptures as we consider 1 Corinthians and chapter 2 and beginning in verse 9. What a great text it says, But as it is written, Eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man except the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us, of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And so we know that at the moment of salvation, God in the person of the Holy Spirit indwells the believer. We see that clearly in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13. We also know that the Spirit of God is the teacher of Scripture to help us to understand the Bible. And also through the power of the Holy Spirit, we're able to walk victoriously from committing the sin which easily beset us within our flesh. And it is as we walk with God, we get closer to God. It is as we get closer to God, we become more sensitive to hear God speak to our heart. 
and we discover his individual will for our individual lives. And we discover the gift or gifts that God has given to us to serve and to build up the body of Christ and to magnify the Lord. We do not have to serve, we get to serve. And what an honor it is to be on his team. God hands out the illumination, the education, the discernment, the gifts, and even the power in the exercising thereof, and the power to combat our ancient foe, the devil. And God used us in such a wonderful and magnificent way. I wonder if believers in Jesus Christ know and understand that God has a spiritual gift for them and that he may have more than one. I wonder if we realize that with that spiritual gift, God wants to use us to bring him glory and to use us in the aid of the development of my brother or sister in Christ. And so of a truth, yes, I am my brother's keeper. God wants to use my life, my existence in the development of another Christian. And I can think of those who have served as my mentors, men who were godly, men who sacrificed their time, their resources, their energy in the study of the word of God and were prepared to give an answer of the hope that was within them concerning the promise of God. And so now we grow in grace and now it is our turn to be used of thee to the glory of God and for the betterment of the people that we are around. And we say, thank you, Lord. Every gift comes from the Lord. Note the text further in 1 Peter. 1 Peter and chapter 3, as we consider this great verse, here in verse 15. In 1 Peter and chapter 3, in verse 15, it says, But sanctify, the term sanctify means to set apart. But sanctify the Lord God where? In your hearts or in your mind. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and with fear or with reverence. Having a good conscience that whereas they may speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conduct in Christ. But it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for well-doing than for evil doing. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. We'll note again verse 15, but sanctify, but set apart 
the Lord God in your heart, in your mind, and be ready. What a great verse. Be ready. Church, are we ready? Are we prepared? Have we spent the time with the Lord to permit the Spirit of God to teach us, to speak to us, to mature us, to develop us, and be ready always? You may say that you're going to the beach to have fun, you're going uh, shopping, but the Lord says, uh, yes, you may go, uh, but when you get there, I'm going to use you. Are you ready? When you get there, I'm going to introduce you to someone who is depressed, someone who is destitute, someone who is blue, someone who is down, and I want you to speak into their life. Speak what? Speak none other but the word of God. That's what we have. That's what God has given to us. Note, he doesn't say to preach your philosophy, your opinion, how you feel, what you think. Just the word, just the Bible, just the Bible, just the word, for that's what will help people. God's word. The Spirit of God will take the Word of God to do the work of conviction and the work of conversion of the soul. will do the work of bringing a person out of darkness into the marvelous light. This Bible is important. This Bible is eternal. This Word is powerful. And I thank God for it. But the Lord says, I want to prepare you, child of God. Another reason why we study the word of God so that we may learn how to live ourselves and so that we may speak with great accuracy and great boldness in the clear proclamation of the word of God for the betterment of other individuals, for the saving of their soul and the redeeming of their life, for the saving of their soul, and the rescuing of their life. But if that is to occur, it is because of the people of God are walking with the Lord and know their spiritual gift and are prepared to be a blessing and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. We have another great verse as we consider here in the book of 2 Peter. 2 Peter and chapter 3 as we consider verse 18. As we discover our spiritual gift and as we exercise it and be an eternal blessing to people. Beloved, I pray that there will be people in heaven because of the Holy Spirit using your life as you live before them in a moral, righteous, ethical way, and also because of the Holy Spirit using your voice in the clear, 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 clear presentation of the gospel, the gospel, the, de the death, the burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that's our job. That's why we are here. And so we have to grow and we never graduate and so we have to continue in the study of God's word 
because we're not here for ourselves. We're here to be a blessing to people. We're here to help people as others have helped us. Note this text in 2 Peter and chapter 3 and verse 18, the Bible says, but grow in grace. The term grace means favor. We grow in God's favor because of our simple obedience to that which we already know. And may we walk with the Lord, not just in church. You know, we want to look good in church, want to look very uh, sanctified in church. Uh, we want to look like we really adore and love the Lord, you know, in church. But after the benediction, uh, what then? Even after the benediction, in him we live and move and have our being. And without him we can do nothing, and through him all things are possible. And so we grow in favor because of walking with the Lord, because of walking with him, simple obedience to him. And then it says, and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to him be glory both now and forever. Amen. And may we know that we never graduate. doesn't matter how long we've been in the study of God's word. It doesn't matter how many degrees or credentials or letters we have behind our name. We're talking about the wisdom of God. We're talking about the mind of a sovereign, omnipotent, omniscious, omnipresent, holy, loving God. And we will continue perpetually to learn more and more of him. God is enormous. God is vast. The verse that we think we know, we do not know it as we ought to. And the Lord has more to say. The beauty of it all is wonderful to go to heaven, but it's also wonderful to know that in route, God has work for you and I to do right now. Help us, Lord, to report for duty and to be faithful and to be godly and to be knowledgeable and to be biblical sound in our teaching, in our practice, in our living. Use us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank you.